Hi everybody, this is Kevin Clark with Valpoint Real Estate and Development in Fairhope, Alabama, and we're about to have another episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County. Now, I know we're dealing with the coronavirus and all the challenges it presents, social distancing, wearing masks, gloves, having to deal with the new reality for the time being and while governments talk about reopening up the economy we're still faced with dealing with the real estate market that's taken a hit recently but that doesn't mean excuse me deals aren't closing so what I want to talk about today is that if you're dealing with a closing or you have a property under contract you should probably understand what's going on. So you put your house on the market, or you made an offer on a house. You've gone through the negotiate. You made the offer. You've received the offer if you're the sellers. You've negotiated the terms, and now you're going through the final processes of having had the home inspection, getting your insurance in place, talking about any repairs that are needed, getting the home warranties done, and making sure your finances are correct for when the closing is going to happen with your loan approvals and making sure any last minute items. Well, let me tell you, when you have a closing, invariably there's going to be things that happen at the last minute that are going to upset the apple cart, as my mom would say. But that is no need to be fearful. It's common. Things happen. People don't do what they're supposed to or something slips through the cracks no matter what you're doing now you've already had your home inspection and you've already had the repairs that are getting done what comes up toward the very end is first things first your lender is going to do a final hard pull of your credit to make sure nothing has changed between the time when you got the pre-authorization and the time that you made the offer and now the time that you're ready to close. That's just to make sure everything's buttoned up. Now there may be last minute items, <coughs> excuse me, that need to be taken care of. Maybe another paycheck stub, maybe another explanation of where monies came from in your bank account. But fret not. Your realtor helping you, your agent, your lenders, your lending professionals, all those people are going to make sure that all along the way, hopefully, they've been getting all those T's crossed and I's dotted. But usually a day of the closing or a day or two before, you're going to have what's called a final walkthrough. And that means you're going to go buy the house you're purchasing or if you're the seller, the buyers are going to come by and check out the house and make sure that if there are repairs to be made that were agreed to, that they were made. And if there were chandeliers in place, especially the condos down by the beach here in Baldwin County, we've had circumstances few and far in between where they had upgraded furniture and upgraded appliances and lighting and so forth and come to the day of closing and inspect the condo and now there's cheap furniture and Home Depot specials 
for lighting and they took out all the high-end sub-zero refrigerators and such and replaced them with general items that doesn't happen often but the fact is you want to have a as a buyer you want to have a final inspection just for the closing to make sure any repairs that were promised were done and that the house was in the same condition when the home inspection was done to now because a month could have passed by so when you go through and do that final inspection you check everything with your realtor you walk through and if by chance there is something that's not correct you note it and get an agreement that it can either be fixed that day before you close or to be fixed immediately thereafter or or something to that effect we've had that where a particular item was not corrected they went the sellers that we were representing the buyers the sellers came they said oh I'm sorry it got missed We'll fix it right now. They fixed it a few hours later, and we still closed on time. No fault of their own, just something got missed. Now, when you go to the closing, what's going to happen is you've got a um, HUD-1 or closing statement or settlement statement, depending on your jurisdiction, that laid out all the costs and expenses you're going to have, all the money you need to put out or the money you're going to get, any loans that have to be paid off, past due taxes, proration of taxes, all the, the necessary things. And for a buyer, obviously, you're going to have all the expenses for closing costs, any discount or um, uh, origination fees for your loan. You may have a proration of taxes. You may have impounds for property taxes, insurance. You're going to maybe have some prepaid interest for your mortgage. All those things go into it. And what you do is on the day of closing, you'll sit down with your agent, you'll have the closing agent and the other parties, whether they be the seller or buyer, and you'll literally just sit there and go through with the closing agent every single document line by line. And that closing agent will explain every single item that you're looking at line by line whether it's the deed or the closing statement or some other requirement or the loan documents or what they mean granted the closing agent is not necessarily your um, fiduciary but they are a neutral party who sits there and goes through all of the line items and issues found in those documents so you're comfortable to know what you're signing. You'll go through all that. Many times the buyers will have already signed or the sellers have already signed, but whoever you are, you'll go in and sign your appropriate documents, sometimes ahead of time, sometimes after the other party has signed. Once you've done that, you will then get a copy of all the closing documents. They'll be notarized. The funds will have usually been wired in. That's the other thing. When you have monies that are due at a closing, you might have closing costs, you may have down payment, you may have prepaid items, whatever it is, you're going to send those monies in ahead of time. Usually the closing agent will already have any earnest money that was promised by the buyer. But when it comes time to actually pay for those monies, the buyer and the bank will wire in those funds 
usually a day or two before, and they'll be sitting in the escrow account of the closing agent. So that when you close, you'll either get it as a seller, you'll either get the check, a wire, and your closing documents, which complies all of the, it basically fills, it's a pile of documents. You'll get your closing statement, you'll get the copy of the deed, and you'll get other documents relative to what the requirements are of the closing agent. Likewise, with the buyer, you'll get all the loan documents, you'll get the deed, you'll get all those other items, and you'll get the closing statement that lays out what your obligations were, who paid what, who got what, who netted what. As the buyer, you get all the keys, you get any kind of remote controls or clickers, it may be for appliances inside or the garage doors outside, and then You'll have your insurance in place. You'll have all these other items and the property's yours. Now the documents, the deeds will go to the actual recording office and they'll get recorded that day or the day after. Now for buyers, especially in Baldwin County, what will happen is, is a few weeks after that, <coughs> excuse me, a few weeks after that, you will be sent back the original deed. And then what you'll need to do is you'll need to go down to the department, uh, go down to the Department of Revenue in your local county, and you'll go sit down with them and say, I want to have, here's my original deed. I just bought this house. I want to have my homestead placed on the property, which is if it's your primary residence, you want to have that homestead because it drops your property taxes by about uh, 50%. And that's important. But even if it's not your primary residence, let's say it's a secondary home and it's a condo down Orange Beach or Gulf Shores, you still want to go to the uh, record, not the recorder's office, but the revenue department there and be able to make sure that they properly put your name and address and contact information in as the current owner. Otherwise, it could show and take six months or longer to show that the previous owner sold the property. Here's the other problem. If you have it as a primary residence and you don't place a homestead on the property, your property taxes are going to double. And you don't want that because it's kind of a pain to unwind it. It can be done, but it's better to get it done when it gets done. So a two, three weeks after the closing, you should get the original documents in the mail because the closing agent is going to say, where do you want this deed to be mailed to when you're done? You know, when we're done and it goes back to you. So if you don't get it in three weeks or a month, call the closing agent. Find out where to go. I haven't seen my original deed. And if they don't help you, call your agent because your agent knows who to contact in the county to find out where that original deed was mailed. Maybe there's a backlog or maybe there's an issue with the mailing address. What you want to do is make sure you don't lose out on any benefits you might have by getting in there and recording your homestead or otherwise getting your name in the documents so that they know who actually is the owner of the property as of the new recent sale. That being said, you want to make sure when you close, you have copies of your home warranty paperwork, copies of your uh, termite inspection and home warranty bond if you have one, 
which is something that should have been included in the package you got. If you're a buyer, you want a copy of your deed or the original. You want to make sure you have all of your loan documents. And what I recommend is you open up a file for 123 Main Street, Fairhope, Alabama, and you put all of your purchase documents and you make a note on the file what day you closed and when you purchased it. And you keep them on there. So now if there's ever an issue, either it could be you have a claim you need to make in case a hot water heater goes out under your home warranty within the first year. You have a issue with the termite bond, meaning you need to have them come out and do an inspection because maybe you saw a swarm of termites. If you have any tax issues, meaning you need to use some of that data from the sale for purposes of your future taxes for the next calendar year. It's good to have it in all one place. Now, if you want to have a separate loan payment file where you get to actually your loan statements and your vouchers or stubs to pay it if you're going to mail it in or otherwise, it's okay. Have that. You want a separate file for the home warranty, a separate file for the termite bond or inspection? Wonderful. But I always recommend at least keep one full set of documents in a folder just for the house. And we need to break some of that out to make it easier to search, then do so. But you do want to keep it organized because that'll pay dividends in the end. There's nothing worse, and I know it from experience, where you need to find something and you're sitting there, and next thing you know, you're looking around for a half hour for documents that you just can't seem to find. It's making you crazy and you are just frustrated. You've wasted 20 minutes that you'll never get back. And lo and behold, you find it under a stack of papers somewhere on your desk or in a closet or on a shelf. You don't want that. What you want is to have everything organized up front. And if you need help from your realtor, call your realtor. Your realtors are there for you even after the sale is closed. And that's the other thing I want to talk about at the end here. Most good realtors, as agents, are there for you before, during, and especially after your closing because issues can come up. You've got to make a claim under a home warranty and you don't understand this trade call fee or who to call. Many times your agent has a very good relationship with the home warranty company and can cut through any red tape or gatekeeper phone systems and be able to get right to the source to get your resolution that you need for a repair or a question to be answered. Same thing with your termite inspection or termite bond, any issues, your realtor wants to be there for you because they're hopeful that they've built a relationship with you. And then when it comes time for you to either buy a second home as a vacation home, or you're ready to sell this home and either downsize or upgrade to a larger home, or simply just move somewhere else in the county for business or otherwise. The reason the realtors are there is to help you before, during, and after the sale. And after the sale is almost more important than before the sale. Because after the sale, they're there to make sure that your total purchase or sale experience is 100% covered. 
And that's what I try to do. And that's what every realtor should try to do to be able to give their clients the value for the commissions they got paid, which in many cases can be thousands of dollars. So that being said, I want to tell everybody that I'm happy to meet with anyone that happens to come down to the Mobile area. I know right now it's tough because we have social distancing and stay-at-home orders with the coronavirus. But that being said, if you do come down here, I'm happy to six, sit six feet in front of you and buy you a cup of coffee through the drive through and have a chat about real estate. Or you can call me at 251-599-6375. So everybody be safe out there. We're going to get through this. We're a strong country and we're strong down here in Baldwin County. So all my best wishes. Be safe. I, Kevin Clark, will talk to you soon on another podcast of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County. God bless and have a great day. Thank you.